0: Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who's always on time, Gary Butterfield.
1: Hello. Yeah, you're a super prompt boy. It's me, the TikTok man from Harlan Ellison.
0: Yeah, cry, stop, shit, what's the, Harlequin.
1: Yeah. Well, this is word
0: salad nonsense, 30 seconds in. Will. Yes, Gary. Gary.
1: Our word salad nonsense reminded me of an interesting rhetorical question that you that said I, about perhaps, two minutes ago.
0: Yep, that I posted in the green room and then realized it's probably one of the funnier things I'll think of today. So it, It's a good question.
1: I think we should start strong because I I don't know about you, but I'm planning to end very weak for oh, these yeah, last that, two weeks.
0: So uh, We're in the middle of that big heat wave, and it's 90 million degrees everywhere, even Portland. So. Yeah.
1: Yep. We both have fans. So if the noise, uh, you know, is, is higher than or in ordinary, that's what it is. And also, I should say that Pocket is trying to make noise. So he's walking around, looking at things, testing them to see if they make noise, tapping them until they make a noise, then going all in uh, various objects on my floor and on my counters and stuff.
0: He's like a little engineer.
1: He is. He's, uh, he's a little STEM student. I can't believe I gave birth to a fucking STEM student.
0: Yeah, gross. I was a tiny arts, Rick and Morty baby. fan.
1: Yeah, I, I wish I had an arts baby. Roars was definitely an arts baby. Not to say that like with an earshot of Pocket make him feel bad, but <laughs> Roars was certainly like a like a communications major. And does
0: Pocket just ever look at your tattoo of Roars and think? hmm? I, I
1: sleep over a uh, like a four foot tall portrait of Roars or sleep no. under. So like I, Pocket gets a lot of like reminders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's uh... eventually I do have uh, plans for a pocket tattoo. I love Pocket. He's also going to get a, a, more, a place of immortalization. Maybe not quite as close to my heart, but some kind of secondary position. I love a relationship
0: with a cat that mimics the relationship in the novel Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah um, oh. uh, ask me a rhetorical question, Will.
0: Sure, Gary. Uh, although this is, I do want an answer, so it's not strictly rhetorical.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess rhetorical is not the right word.
0: So it was just Fun. the 50th anniversary of the moon landing mm-hmm. to really date the show. Mm-hmm. Gary, do you think the two of us...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: would do more damage if we were
1: placed up in the space shuttle or in ground control. All right. Uh, and the, the the specifics of that question are important because if you're just asking which one I would prefer, yes, I think I would prefer ground control because there's very little chance... That we'd fuck it up bad enough that the space shuttle crashed back into ground control. I I think it's possible (laughs) we would die. But I just feel like the the, the odds are against that. So as far as safety goes, I think we'd have the best chance of being alive to be shamed for the rest of our our short lives before we're executed. By I be very,
0: yeah. I want to be very clear. We are not like two like joker ass chuckle fucks, like infiltrating to like bring this program down Mm-mm. in this scenario. We are doing our best.
1: Yeah. I would be, I would be trying very hard. That's not the really too... Like Jesus Christ. What's the, yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't know. Retro rockets, fire retro rockets.
1: <laughs> the, the, Oh no. <laughs> like there'd be a lot of, Oh no. And in this scenario, also in my mind, it's extremely Lynchian. Where uh-huh. the other people were there, like, just kind of look at us, uh, in disgust. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and not in a, not to, and this is an interesting item, so I don't want to reawaken this, but the way that the other, uh, the other people in Midsummer look at the boyfriend, where they're just kind of yeah. like, ah, like, you do not need to be here and you won't be here for long. Like, yeah, you are not worth my time. Yeah, um, I, don't and I, I don't know. I, I don't, I think
0: they are also relying on us, though. I think they, like, like, I like want the rest of, of the crew
1: is all just like Jeremy Greer. Like, like it's wait, a, this. is it somebody else? Yeah, not to invoke
0: know? or no, not to invoke a segment I don't want to do today. Yeah, uh, but it's like if we quantum leaped into those bodies.
1: Okay, got you, got you. So like, like we just happen to be the the primary button pushers or whatever yeah, like, the role is called.
0: And, like, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, some sort of math. And, like, where's Sub-Commander Johnson? Oh, he's crying in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> saying,
0: I don't know why, God, why, why? Oh, oh. I don't want to <laughs> be the first man to kill astronauts.
1: Wait, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Commander Johansson, why did you just tweet how to land a rocket? Are you trying to crowdsource this? Is this a joke? Oh, he yeah, has absolutely a joke, uh, sir. I just thought it would be funny. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use the NASA account to tweet. Does anyone know how to land a rocket? <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that would be us on the ground. Right. And and I think we'd be relatively safe except for from scorn and, and prosecution.
0: Yeah. But it would be socially
1: worse. Socially worse. In the air, there'd definitely be at least a third astronaut. Oh, right? that At least. Poor fucker.
0: That poor that, Michael Collins.
1: Yeah. And we'd be putting a lot of pressure on him and it, it, him or her. And if, if, uh, if, or they, if that person was, uh, you know, they, they were like the, the, the co-pilot or whatever. Uh huh. And, and we were the primary pilots, that'd be really rough. But I think we could do that thing from the Simpsons and be like, listen, you know, um, I, you've been doing really great work lately. I think we're going to shadow you today. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and just set back and then like they would do a move and like look back like for approval very nervously. And we could, mm-hmm. all we had to do is nod sagely and then. Or not. And then when they looked back at the display, we'd look at each other like, oh shit, was that right? And then I think we'd have like 50-50 odds.
0: Commander Johansson, uh, we need someone to operate the claw to retrieve uh, some space debris from the telescope.
1: Uh, actually, I've got this uh, special report here on my iPhone that uh, that section of the mission has been canceled. We just need to land. Soldier? How many people do you think we'd kill? Um, well, in the, in the the uh, if we went up, I think the most likely answer is three. Like we yeah. might crash into uh, yeah, orbit, we would but I imagine burn up us... it. we would burn up on reentry. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is we'd be we'd be space junk. We might kill people in the future as we got dissolved into their rainwater. That's true. You know, like we might end up infecting an entire village with everything to guppy. <laughs> I'd be
0: a bad thing to drink.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't drink us. Um, and then, in, uh, <laughs> listeners,
0: if there's one takeaway from this episode, yeah, don't drink don't, us. Don't drink us.
1: And then, if we were on, we are ground... not
0: the good gamer girl bathwater.
1: And then, if we were on ground control, it'd be. You know, so in the sky, it's like we kill uh, three plus on the ground, three absolutely. Yeah, no, three, no. M- exactly yeah. three. Exactly three. Um, I think that we that we would definitely kill three people. Um, but then you end up with the relative value of human life. Like, is an astronaut more valuable than just a you know somebody on ground control because they're like our brave heroes?
0: You know, I think so, probably. Yeah.
1: So it's a, it's a little tricky. There's there's a moral calculus there that uh, I don't know that I'm prepared to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh. Yeah, I think if there's a moral to this episode, it's again, don't drink us, but also yeah, just, don't quantum uh, leap us
1: into anything that requires skills. Yeah, 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 race car driver that'd be bad. Yeah, and then don't make an HBO show, Chernobyl esque HBO show about us <laughs> being quantum <laughs> leaped into the the, chale- the the men who did the Challenger. We um, noticed
0: something was wrong when Captain Johansson began just constantly consuming Pringles.
1: Yeah, he, uh, and, and, you know, and, uh, uh, we also, uh, you know, how do you, how do you feel about, you know, we're being led away in handcuffs and like, how do you feel about the Challenger disaster? It's like, well, we knew something was wrong when, um, the rocket blew up into the water. Uh, and, um, the teacher died. Um. Carrie, are you suggesting <laughs> that we caused the Challenger? Yeah, in a quantum leap. If it's good, we're going to quantum leap. We got a quanta, you know, we have to, it's a time leap, you know? So yeah, Challenger. <laughs> I figured, yep. like, that's probably what happened.
0: Gary, you know what would be great? Hmm. If we could record one episode of this podcast that couldn't technically be labeled evidence. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I also, I think it would be great if I could be funny without invoking national tragedies. Well, no. And those are the things. And unfortunately, I can't. Things. Yeah, I, I just can't do it. Um, what item were you doing today, Will? We're doing stopwatch. Pretty good. Pretty interesting. Too good of an
0: item for this much yeah. bullshit.
1: Yeah, and used to be uh, just absolutely... Phenomenally broken
0: Yeah, completely broken it, This is one of the rare times I'm like, yeah, they. Pr- it's probably good they fixed this
1: Yeah, probably a good uh, good nerf So, uh, it is a stopwatch uh, When you pick it up, it says Let's slow things down a bit uh, Isaac wears this stopwatch uh, Just kind of crammed into his neck Which is he not does, where you wear a stopwatch He doesn't have a lot of torso space No, that that's true um, So
0: it's also crammed into his crotch It's simultaneously crammed into his crotch and He doesn't have like
1: a neck crotch He's like a He-Man You know, like a specific He-Man neck crotch um, and I'm more of an Orko guy. Uh, Orko is weird. <laughs> There's nothing under that. Like, um, the, uh, so he, uh, this guy, so Orko, he was He-Man's friend uh-huh. and I, I just got diverted into explaining a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Orko, He-Man's friend.
0: You explained this one to me or Pocket?
1: Uh, I am looking. I do have to keep a constant eye on him. Uh, <laughs> he's relaxing now, but he's certainly luring me into a false sense of security. Um, so it used to be that this would just slow every enemy in every room, every boss. Everything was just slow except for you.
0: You win. Have a good run. Yeah,
1: phenomenally well. powerful.
0: We have now, talked about uh, slow before as being maybe the most effective thing you can do to enemies in this
1: game. Monstro is so sad when he's perma slow. He is. he just can cool. shoot crappy bullets at you and just jump in place. Uh but now it only applies that incredibly overpowered effect uh when you get hit. But you only have to get hit once for it so it makes all of the super bosses you know easy. It's so
0: it, and to be fair, this is one of the hardest items to unlock in the game or at <clears> least the <throat> most effort based.
1: Yes. Yeah, because ah. to unlock it it takes 999 coins in the greed machine. Donation machine. Donation machine. I've always called it the greed machine. That's a problem, Gary, because there's a greed machine. <laughs> yep. That's a different thing. Yep. This is the greed donation machine. No. There's here, also a play. shop donation machine as it's well. It's the shop donation machine is what this yeah. is. Okay. Oh, this is the shop one. Got you. Got you. For some yeah, reason, man. I thought this, what, what do you get for 9 dollars in the greed machine? Keeper. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a shop donation greed machine. No, stop uh, saying greed. The, uh, well, it, it, it's you greedy to want the this item. Value of this show. It's pretty greedy to want the item. Um, okay, in the shop machine.
0: So yeah, so this is you're going to want to fill that up anyway. We've never explicitly talked about the donation machine. It's like
1: season nine.
0: Yeah, of the show we uh, talk
1: about machines.
0: But you're yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, but you're going to want to be upgrading, putting stuff into that anyway because it makes your shop better.
1: Oh yeah, and then there's this great meadow where once you unlock everything, it just becomes a bank for future runs. I think it's actually yeah. one of the more clever mechanics in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, as long really as you have a
0: bomb, it. you can always pull some cash out of the donation machine.
1: yeah borrow against your past self yeah um, which I really like. the um, so once that's max this is your ultimate reward for maxing that out, way more fun than getting the keeper. Um, and uh, this is a shop item. Uh, and it is, you know, it, it's one of those, it's on the line where it's like, for me, it is not a, even though it is super overpowered, it's not a must purchase because it is, does make things very easy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it is a real run saver if you're having anything that's even on the bubble at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you feel like winning.
0: Yeah. And again, those, it, this is the item to help you get through super bosses because they're oh, yeah. probably going to hit you at least once. Yes. Uh, this item has one of the most like just pure mercy mode synergies, just like it shouldn't work, but it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for the vast majority of things in this game, the Holy Mantle that, that activate when you're hit, the Holy Mantle stops that from happening. Yep. The Holy Mantle negates the hit completely, uh, which makes the lost unable to use quite a few of those items. Mm-hmm. And what I can only assume is just pure mercy. That does not apply to this. If you have the stopwatch, As the Lost, and you take your Holy Mantle hit, you get the slow effect.
1: Yes. So thank goodness, because the Lost is a a challenging character, especially early
0: on. That makes Hush so much easier to clear as the Lost. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or fucking, uh, you know, yeah. Hush or Delirium. You know, hard bosses.
0: Yeah, one of which is a good boss, one of which sucks. Yeah. I think we disagree about which ones are which, though.
1: Oh, no, actually, I think they both suck. Okay. I don't like either of those bosses at all. Um, the, uh, yeah, they're, they're fine. I think that the issue is there's no, I never really want to fight them again. Like I do sometimes to get the items, but hush is okay. The first few times I fought it. And then now it just takes too long. I just think it, I wish it didn't take so long,
0: man. Speaking of stealing from your future self,
1: I am that we're going to have to talk about hush again. Like at some point, that's okay. Oh, we have plenty of talk about hush.
0: Gary. Did you have any idea that this had a speed boost attached? No, it does.
1: That's It's really, it disguises it based on slowing everyone else down, you know?
0: Yeah, you're like Quicksilver in those X Men movies. I've never seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly like Quicksilver in the X Men movie. Oh, but he's not Quicksilver. Oh, because uh, Fox owns it. He's just uh, he's just Peter. Pietro? Uh, nope, Peter. Peter Maximov. Um, I don't think they ever say his last name. Gary, boy, he's a superhero <laughs> named Peter.
0: <laughs> that is crazy that Quicksilver is in both of those fucking franchises.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and it's such a weird, like, you know, the, the X-Men movies, for the fact that I think that they probably are generally worse uh-huh. than the, uh, the the Marvel movies, uh, did Quicksilver better than the weird treatment we got in the Marvel movies, you know, or at least more accurate. Yeah,
0: that's so. the only, like, big Marvel movie I haven't seen is Ultron, so I'm oh, just yeah. vaguely aware he exists in it.
1: Yeah, he's, he does not do a lot, so he's a weird character. Um, What should people do if they like the show, Will?
0: Gary, they can go to Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV uh, and kick us a little money. Uh, you know, every dollar counts.
1: Every dollar keeps us off the space program.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. If the Patreon ever drops below 5,000, yeah. uh, we will be quantum leaped into astronauts and you will have been personally responsible for the Challenger disaster. Yeah.
1: It will be a very specific set of astronauts. Uh, and yes, the challenger disaster will happen. And just imagine how great the world would be without the challenger disaster. You know, boy, what a fun, what if that that is a fun, what if, you know, perhaps these other disasters would have happened. Maybe, maybe young disasters looked up to that big disaster. was like, Hey, I want to give me some of that. You know? Yeah.
0: Maybe we would be living on Mars right now, Mm. like in the popular David Bowie song or the trailer for uh, Damon Lindelof's Watchmen show
1: or in the TV show life on Mars. On the BBC
0: or the TV show Life on Mars on ABC, the US remake with Harvey Keitel.
1: Yeah. So any of those things, if you watch the things shit to out happen, of that
0: show, I've never seen the UK one, but I watched the shit out of the US one.
1: I haven't seen either of them, but it's got one of that. the
0: most bonkers endings ever.
1: I, I like a bonkers ending.
0: Do you want to hear the bonkers ending? Sure. I'm gonna listeners. I'm gonna spoil the end of the US Life on Mars. Okay. Uh so you know he's a cop. He's back in the 70s. All that shit. Yep. He's wondering if he's ever going to get out of this coma that he's in yep (laughs) back in regular time yep he does some shit to wake up but when he wakes up he is in fact waking up out of his cryopod in a spaceship on mars oh and it's a dream he had during transit but then the last shot of the show okay they're looking at the, the the ground of mars and the first boot to land on it harvey keitel's shoe from the 70s stuff End of series. End of TV
1: series. I'm to figure out what, what that could possibly even mean.
0: It doesn't mean anything. There's actually like a, I think Vulture did a uh, retrospective on it. And the guys were just like, we just thought it'd be cool. That's... They told us we were canceled and we had an episode left to
1: shoot. So we said, fuck it. It's very weird. Uh, Good night. Good night.